Kia ora, I'm Georgia. I'm Catherine. And I'm Molly. And you're listening to... Pimpod! Welcome to this week's episode. We're going to start this week off with some really exciting news that we've got. Um, and no, we're not pregnant. Well, I'm not. Are you two? Not that I know no, of. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> no, we're really grateful to be partnering with The Sleep Store over the next few months. The Sleep Store is our number one one-stop shop for all things baby. From wool-based sleeping bags to baby carriers, white noise machines, the sleep store really does have it all. It does. If you go onto the website, they have so many amazing products, as well as expert sleep advice on some common sleep issues you may be having. I found these really useful over the last couple of years. We have also mentioned it before, but the sleep store also has a couple of Facebook pages that offer sleep support to parents in need. There are sleep consultants on the page that can help you with all your sleep questions. We are all members of the Baby and Toddler page and have found this such an incredible resource over the years. We highly recommend checking these out. So the sleep store has very kindly given us some products to give away to our lucky listeners. This includes pyjamas, a breast pump, a newborn bundle, baby carrier and a few more. Keep your eye on our Instagram page at parentpod.nz for your chance to win one of these incredible giveaways. This week, one lucky listener will be winning a $100 voucher to spend on anything you like at Sleep Store. How amazing is that? So good. Yeah. So thank you so much, Sleep Store. Thank you. Yes. How are the both of you this week? Good. I'm in much better spirits, actually, oh. since, um, <laughs> since last time we talked, which is really good. Um, How was that do? Oh, yeah, it was really great. Um, I didn't get hungover. I actually just fully paced myself throughout the day. Mm. I think I had like maybe five glasses of alcohol throughout the day. So it was great. Came home and just was back into mum mode at like 4.30. So. Oh, nice. Actually, yeah, good on you. Yeah, but it was really lovely. You probably like... Sometimes you, when you day drink, you have a hangover that night before you've even gone to bed. Yeah, I didn't even get that. I ah. think I just, um, yeah, I don't know. So I hardcore. just really paced That's myself. Yeah, and you've like been training <laughs> yeah, for I'm years. So hardcore. <laughs> Although I had like four beers the other night, and I felt drunk after four beers, so I don't know what was happening. Maybe my, I don't know. But yeah, it was really Aww. fun. Can't wait for the wedding. I'll Aww. definitely be hungover after the wedding when I talk to God, you. God, who doesn't love a wedding? <laughs> They're so much fun, aren't they? <laughs> so good. So much fun. Aww. Yeah. How are you, Catherine? Good, good. So we're out of quarantine and we're in... Oh, yeah. We're woo-hoo! in Perth. So exciting. Yeah. I, it was all a bit bizarre. When, when we found out we were getting let out of quarantine, you get a set time you're let out at, which is exactly the time that you landed in the country. And then they and then they say at that oh. moment you're allowed to open the doors and leave the room. And Oh really? Yeah. And it's just so strange because you're like we packed all the bags and then we're just sitting there and we're like, Oh my gosh, we get to leave the room in forty minutes, like in twenty minutes, in ten minutes. <laughs> and you're like really nervous and jittery and all the bags are waiting at the door. And and obviously you haven't seen like, any other humans because we don't leave your room at all. Um, well, you hadn't had fresh air, And no right? fresh air yet. So we were just so oh. excited. And it really, really felt like, have you guys ever watched Big Brother? Mm-hmm. 
Love Big Brother. Yes. And I really felt like, you know, when they, the host talks over the intercom to them all and announces who gets kicked out and then they leave. Like it really, yeah. it really felt like that because we were like all dressed up, ready to go out because we had like really worn clothes the whole time, just sitting there waiting. And then it was like, and now it's 2.30, we'll open the door. But obviously there weren't like crowds of cheering people being, yeah. <laughs> You didn't win $50,000? No. 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 Um, I feel like there should have been people cheering us just for being like, well done. Um, Yeah. Well, we can cheer you on. Well done. Thanks. And then, yeah, then you're just outside and we're now living here. It's so weird. And how are the boys? Good. Super duper clingy. But I think that's to be expected because they've had two parents, like, undivided attention for Matt's been off work now before we move for over mm. a month you know they've yeah uh so they cry if one of us leaves the room and get quite nervous and and yes yeah, so that's quite hard but I mean I'm they're with me all the time so they haven't got anything to worry about mm. I'm never leaving <laughs> so yeah that's that's probably it for me what about you Georgia what's on top um just a bit of sickness actually at the moment oh. not from me but yeah we harry um and flo actually they mm. just yesterday we were he was fine well in the morning he was fine we went out to sumner beach actually and oh. went for a swim and then in the afternoon he came back and when he woke up from his nap he had a really runny nose and then yeah today he just i let him sleep at his midday nap and he slept for nearly three and a half hours oh wow yeah, and then he just was a bit miserable, and then I put him to bed at six this evening, and then about twenty minutes later he started coughing, and then he looked he looked quite funny on the video monitor, mm. so I went in and he had just spewed, and it was all oh, over him, no. all over the mattress, everywhere, oh, wee thing. So oh, just got it. him up in the shower it's so funny though because when i was a kid i used to do this thing where i would cough so much that i'd be sick and now it's like he's got that from me so awful trait to have passed on very weird and um it's just so annoying when you've got not annoying that sounds really harsh but it's frustrating isn't it when you've got a toddler and then a baby at home because the baby just picks up everything don't they yeah, she did a wee sneeze and had a big runny nose this, uh, this evening. I was like, no. It just, you know, the, just the admin when they oh. are sick, you know, it was sleep sack, sheets, mattress mm. protector, everything yeah. in the wash. So I actually put some towels underneath his sheets just in case he's sick again. Life just is put on hold, isn't it? When they're sick, oh. life is like, don't contact me. I'll see you in three days. Yeah, and now we won't be able to go to daycare on Tuesday. Oh, oh. no! I always hate it when they—they're never sick at the same time. They're always sick. Yeah. Like one will be sick for a week, and then the next one's sick for a week, and it's like a dragged out experience. Like, why can't you synchronize and be sick yes. together? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, that's okay. Poor wee thing. Yeah, it's an incon- more of an inconvenience for him than me. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah that's true how hard would it be if like a whole family oh my gosh touch wood but your whole family came down with like a vomiting bug how would you go oh, what yeah. do you do it would be like that scene in bridesmaids you know where they're trying on the dresses yes. and then after they've eaten that mexican food <laughs> and she's like i'm i'm shitting in the street <laughs> oh. oh my god i'm going wedding dress trying on this weekend hopefully no! that doesn't happen <laughs> yeah oh my gosh 
yeah don't let that happen no make sure i eat nothing out of the ordinary before no just <laughs> you know bread and butter that's all you need yeah yeah that'll be fine Oh, that's so exciting do you know what you're looking for i do yeah but i'm worried that i'm gonna try it on and be like oh this doesn't look good uh... and then have to find something else but I'm, I'm open to lots of different styles so we'll see what happens <gasps> yeah i'm so excited to hear about it yeah yeah uh... what about you marley oh um for me uh is just this past week i um are you Got, getting your McDonald's am, delivered right now? I'm getting now? my McDonald's <laughs> delivered right now. Sorry. <laughs> um, Amazing. Oh, what's on top for me this past week is um, I just got a new job, which is really exciting. <gasps> yeah, so um, just starting work in two weeks for three days a week. Um, and it's kind of it just happened all of a sudden and I'm just kind of been organizing Layla going to like childcare as well which is so great because I've actually got a job at a early childhood center so she'll just be in the room next door to me which is really oh, cool that's it's awesome. so great yeah so um that's a bit exciting um yeah, how do you is. feel about it um returning to work well the night that I got like offered the job I sat in the room feeding her at like 10 o'clock, just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> and I just kept staring at her being really sad. But then I think like I woke up and I thought this it's going to be good for me because I really, I do enjoy other interaction other than being yeah. mum. Like I know I'm going to look after children as well, but um, yeah, I enjoy the stimulating side of work. So mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm definitely a bit nervous. Like I was wanting two days a week, but I took three because that's what they had going. So um, mm. I'm nervous about the juggle, but I think mm. you know I'll just give it my best and see how I go. Oh, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll be you'll so be good and like, so awesome. They're very lucky to have you. Slightly new job, like mm. new challenge, but mm. you'll be so good. Yeah. And, what a setup that you get to bring your baby to work with you yeah and it's great because I get um like discounted fees which is awesome and they have like a chef and everything there that do all the food so I don't have to awesome I don't have to do anything so yeah for her I don't and nothing changes for Mila so you know doesn't she's fine she'll be fine yeah right after all this exciting news like dress shopping and new jobs let's we should probably move on to the episode shouldn't we mm-hmm. ready for jazz let's go yeah. our guest for today is the lovely jazz emerton a twin mama to the delicious noah and marley by the way love the name choice i know of jazz through a mutual friend we both have who has been updating me regularly about the long hard journey the girls have been through these last few months Noah and Marley were born premature and have spent the first few months of their little lives in the NICU. Today, Jazz is going to tell us about her experience so far being a first-time mum to twins, the challenges she has faced being in NICU, and what life is like at home now. Busy, I'm sure. Thanks for joining us, Jazz. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your pregnancy journey with the twins? Yeah, um, so I'm Jazz. Um, so I'm 
I keep thinking I'm 27, I'm 28. Um, <laughs> I love to be 27. Same. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm from London, but I've been living in Christchurch now for about nearly four and a half years. Um, and yeah, first time mum to identical twin girls, Nora and Marley. Um, they're now eight months or eight months on Wednesday. And wow. yeah, five months, five and a half months corrected. Yeah, and so they were born at 28 plus 3. And, yeah, so pregnancy-wise, I had quite an easy pregnancy, to be honest, considering it was twins. Just, uh, yeah, I only really knew because I was kind of tired and I just did a random test, as you do. And then, yeah, pretty much found out quite early that we had twins and we just cracked up through the whole scan because we just couldn't believe it. It was I suppose... You'll either laugh or cry, so laughing is probably <laughs> yeah. a good, good yeah, way to go about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah, we were just... Were like, there twins in the family on on either side, or was it just like a complete, complete shock? Complete shock, yeah. Wow. Um, just had, we'd just got our head around one, and then we were like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> and, the um, price of I remember one. Her look- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone says, instant family, 50%. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> And I remember her like on my stomach um, scanning and my partner was like, don't tell me there's a third. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Gosh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything was pretty fine. And then it just, I was just really tired through my pregnancy, to be honest, mm-hmm. regular naps at work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the, I didn't really feel unwell, but there was a lot going on inside kind of thing. So that's why they were early. So You're amazing. Gosh. You really are. <laughs> you are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so were you expecting to have the twins early? Yeah. So w- with the type of twins they are, which is um, any identical twin, but ours are MCDA. I can't remember what that stands for. Um, but they usually come around 36 weeks because they're sharing a placenta. So there's quite a lot of, yeah, quite a lot of risk involved with it. And so they usually come around 36 weeks. So I kind of knew my due date was never my due date. And then kind of as the pregnancy progressed, it was like, okay, let's get to 32 weeks. Let's get to, like, just the, the boundary kept changing. And I was just right, happy yeah. to get to the third trimester yeah. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So is that the one? So did your... Did you have one egg and it split or was it two eggs? Yeah, one egg and it split. Gosh, it's amazing, um, isn't it? Yeah, and then I was reading, so it depends. I think it's when the egg splits depends what sort of twins you have. Like if it's an early split, it's a different type of identical twin. Oh, my so, gosh. Learned a lot. Oh. <laughs> I, I only thought there was like identical or non-identical. Yeah, no, there's, there's um, I don't know what they're called, I'm sorry, but there's identical where they share a sac and a placenta and then mm-hmm. there's two oh, yeah. sacs, one placenta, or you oh. get the fraternal, um, which is non-identical, wow. which is the separate placenta and <gasps> sac. <laughs> what are the chances? Isn't the human body just insane? Yeah. It's so yeah. crazy that it just does stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's crazy, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so did you receive any support before the babies were born? Did you know what to expect? Um, yeah, so I joined the Multiples Canterbury thing. So that was kind of good for just moral support and emotional support of, like, this is happening, like, is this normal and things like that. And then medical-wise, I had scans from 16 weeks. I had them every two weeks and then baby b which was marley was not growing very well so then they went to weekly 
and then twice weekly. They were mostly just for the Dopplers to check their heartbeats and things like that. I think it was more the flow from the placenta to, or the cold, yeah, to um, yeah. to the baby to see if it was going the right way because there's a risk of twin-to-twin transfusion syndrome, oh, okay. which is basically where one kind of needs more blood or something, I think it is, and right. they give it to the other twin, but then the other twin doesn't have enough. And so, um, yeah, they have to keep a real right. eye on it for for us. So, yeah, that was kind of the risk. Mm-hmm. Gosh, quite scary, I imagine, hearing all that medical chat and and kind of yeah, it's a lot going to, to happen. Yeah, and they kind of, a lot of the time, they just kind of talked about these things. And I was like, so what is the risk? What happens if mm. that happens? And mm. for that, I mean, there's only, you have to go up to Auckland, I think, and it's quite a new surgery like if it did happen it's quite it's like a laser I think um that whilst you're pregnant something. yes while you're pregnant yeah so wow but they were kind of like we'll just talk about it when it happens and I was kind of I'm such yeah. a planner so I was like but if it happens like <laughs> how do I get to Auckland <laughs> you know mm. yes there's mm. a lot of chat and stuff and they they yeah, they were quite brutal with what they said sometimes like when Twin B wasn't doing so well they were quite frank about what may happen and that was quite hard to hear obviously but um yeah luckily they're all good so (laughs) and do they provide any support for you like emotional support during that um not really no like my mom-in-law came with me to the to the scans um just because she worked at the hospital so she just ran down did went to a few on my own and I was like I need someone with me because you just never knew what they were going to say so hard yeah so important to have that support network isn't it no matter how many babies yeah. you're having oh absolutely yeah that's it yeah. and it was like one of them things where they were never on time so my partner would take like two time work off all the time I was like your mum can come she'll enjoy it she loves it yeah. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. nice for you though to have her there oh god yeah yeah I'd have been lost without <laughs> um so what was the first 24 hours like what happened with the babies did you get to see them what did they need medically um, so the first 24 hours, so I actually didn't see them until they're about 25 hours old. I, they kind of came past while I was being stitched up, but I didn't actually see yeah. them until the next day. Well, I, once I was, went into recovery, I was expecting to see them once the spinal had worn off. Um, but mm. it turned out I did have preeclampsia, which they thought, but weren't sure of. It turned out I did have preeclampsia. And I was showing signs of having a seizure. So I didn't know any of this until I actually got discharged. (laughs) But, um, yeah, Yeah. so they Mm. put me into a 24-7 recovery place where you have, like, a one-on-one nurse who looks after you. Um, And so they said to me when I went in there that I wouldn't be able to see them till 4 p.m. the next day, which they were born at 11.45. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. and what was what was that like for you? Because obviously, you know, all you want to do is see your babies and to be told that you yeah. couldn't, how were you feeling oh, then? Just, yeah, it was just like heartbreaking really because it was like yeah. I kind of got set up. I was like waiting for this spinal to finish. I was like, I'm going to get wheeled down. And then it was just kind of, oh, no, sorry. And no one would give me an answer as to why. Like they said you have preeclampsia and I'm like, but no one's told me that. So have I or have you got my notes mm. mixed up? You know, I was just like, what's happening? And so I was just kind of waiting for my partner was up and down from Niku and he brought over pictures and a video of them. Um, 
and I got a phone number for Niku so I could just call downstairs and kind of be like how are they and so I just did that quite a lot probably annoyed the nurse quite a lot but she was so <laughs> lovely and just yeah she just explained what was going on and stuff like that but medically they were fine um they had CPAP to pressurize their lungs um but other than that I think their actual like you know the labor birth summary thing it said in good condition so I was like, oh my god <laughs> that's what you put on Facebook oh marketplace god. when you I sell know, something like, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, like my child is in good condition oh, <laughs> oh god oh. Yeah, so they were... It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good news. Um, yeah, and then when and I did... how big were they? Uh, so Marley, um, the smaller twin, was 635 grams and 33 centimetres. And Noah, the bigger twin, was 965 grams and 36 centimetres. Oh, oh, my God. So, yeah, they goodness. were tiny. Like smaller than... Tiny bag of sugar. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, just even you can't imagine it now. Like I've got all their first, like little hat things and stuff, and I just look at them and I'm like, as if you were that small. Like it's not possible. (laughs) Honestly, those little nappies, they'll just they gets me every time. They like it's like as big as my thumb. Yeah, yeah, so tiny. And everyone's like, where do you buy them? And I'm like, no, baby, you should be wearing those outside of Niku. They are too small. Oh my gosh! Oh. They were yeah. What about what about clothes? Was it just provided mm. to you in Niku? Or the ba- oh, do they are they mostly? Yeah, just they're in just a in a nappy. I think it's until they get to like might be one thousand eight hundred and fifty. They're allowed to wear clothes and and stuff. I think I can't remember what the actual weight was, but yeah, that's when they move into a cot. And then um, they do say like, don't worry about bringing clothes in and all that. But it's like their first mm. outfit. I was like. Looking at all the yes. creamy clothes, yeah. and I didn't want them to just add something that someone else had worn, you know. <laughs> yeah, oh, and I yeah. guess when you Fair don't enough. have, I imagine, a lot of control over that situation, those little things give you a little bit of yourself to the babies, don't they? And give you a bit of control, I imagine. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, there's so much. Like when we first went in there, like we had to ask if we could hold them or ask to change a nappy, or mm. you know, like you can't just do anything. Um, and so, yeah. though, yeah, like you say, those little things that we could do, like their first bath and things like that was just like the best thing in the world. And I was like, I was going to FaceTime my partner because he was at work and we got a video and it was just mm. so special. And yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. So in those early days, what were your first impressions of Niku? Um, it's very overwhelming and daunting at first. Um, when I was yeah still recovering um and in hospital it was quite hard like it was very warm in that first room so um it was very hard to stay in there very long um and you have to cuddle them for like an hour and I know that is lovely and I really wanted to but I also felt really faint and like really hard so it was kind of hard to have them out too long um and there's just it's really silent but there's just beeps and you don't know what any of the beeps are so Mm. It's sort of like beep, 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 and you're like, oh, what's happened? What's happened? Like, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, 
and it's like unless you see a nurse panic like don't panic you know <laughs> um, <Okay>. <laughs> but you learn that after a while like it it takes a while yeah and then it was really nice so the nurse was really lovely and she kind of talked us through everything that they do and um they've got their cares and how to change a tiny little nappy and you know just move them around a little bit it was yeah so it was overwhelming but it was they they were quite helpful and understanding that you know we're all new to this <laughs> so yes yeah and, and I guess that's the thing nothing can really prepare you for that Gosh, can no. it? yeah um yeah even like the neonatal doctor I met her I think it was the Friday before they came and she told me everything that could happen, but it just still would never prepare anyone to just be mm. there and see such a fragile, tiny little baby <laughs> like, mm. and yeah. what to do yeah. with it. Yeah. Mm. So how did you feel mentally and emotionally during your time there or during the baby's time there? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely a wee roller coaster. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we had an easier ride like the girls didn't have any major health scares or anything major happen but it was still very like emotionally draining and tiring being there like at a hospital all day every day and and Jess sorry to just jump in how long were you how long were you guys there 108 days oh my gosh oh Oh my goodness (laughs) yeah um (gasps) So okay. Yeah, wow. yeah. So just it, but at the same time, it just became life and routine. Like once we mm-hmm. kind of found our rhythm with it, um, it, it you just didn't really do anything else. Like it was just go to Niku, see your babies, and as they got bigger, we could do more and be more independent. So towards the end, I was putting up their tube feeds, and um, you know, I was like, have a day off, nurse. Like I can do it. Um, and you kind of you become friends with the nurses and yeah just I guess part of the family a little bit but it's still hard and towards the end did you feel like it was taking like a bit of a emotional toll on you having to travel in every day and you would have just wanted to get them home did you yeah I think once they were medically fine that was when my mental health went really low because we were purely waiting on feeding and they just weren't getting it and everyone was like oh another week and they'll get it and another week and it just never happened and it got to the point where I just like literally cried at the social worker and the doctor and was like I need to take my babies home like I can't keep doing this um I think we kept them in for another week and a half after that um as agreed and then I was and they were like okay you can take them so they came home (laughs) so you were able to take them home even when they still need support with feeding yeah so um they were tube fed only until just after Christmas actually um so we just said we're happy to do it and they were like it's gonna be hard you know and I, we did rooming in together and they were like the tube feeds are yours you've got to do all of them and we were like that's fine and we did it and I don't know if it was to put us off or yeah. what but it didn't work and we, <laughs> we were like nope that's fine we can do that every night yeah oh good <laughs> on you if we have to gosh that's incredible so are they just hoping to get them off tube feeds before they let you go is that the idea yeah, yeah. And I think for most people, it probably does click quite well. And, you know, all the other mums I know, most of, no. Yeah, there was only one other mum that had one of her twins tube fed at home. But yeah, I mean, for six weeks, whether they're purely waiting on feeding, there was no medical reason right. for them to be in there. That's such a long time as yeah. well. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. And then it started cutting into my actual maternity leave as oh, well. And I was kind yeah. of like, okay, like this is my time now. Like the rest yeah. of it's been 
bonding time kind of extra cuddles um, yeah. and just lovely time with them at home definitely oh gorgeous and you had two I think you know I forget that you had two of them when you're talking about doing the tube feeding I imagine that's a huge job in itself just when you have one baby you're taking home doing that but for both of them gosh you you really are amazing oh thank you it's interesting because it was actually been more busy now that they're bottle feeding because I actually have to sit there and hold yeah. the bottle <laughs> whereas before I could just kind of be like oh yep there's the tube and just wait for it to finish and now I'm like come <laughs> on hurry <laughs> <laughs> up <laughs> That's oh, that's funny. I'm so glad they're not stupid anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. What a milestone. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was hard work, but we got there. <laughs> I have enjoyed watching the journey on their Instagram page as well. It's been really nice. Oh, so. yes. Yeah, it's good. I've kind of started that just to update all my friends and family because everyone's yeah. just like, how are the girls? How are the girls? Like free Nika. And I was like, I can't keep sending pictures to like 12 different people a day yeah. so yeah. it's been really helpful and yeah. how awesome for you to look back on because that's such a unique situation that you were in that how mm. I'm sure you'd forget all the little moments so having that for the girls to look back on later in life will be gorgeous I imagine yeah yeah and I, yeah that's it I think they won't believe it until they see it as well yeah. so yeah, yeah it's a really nice way to show them how they grew up absolutely <laughs> So um, do you have any tips you would give other mums and dads on their NICU journey? Um, yeah, I think my biggest thing would be take take a break. Um, I think that's something I didn't do until towards the end. Um, and I just forgot that I could do that. Like, even though I wasn't at home with my babies, I still spent every single day there and one of the doctors said like have you had a break and yeah. I was like why would I like my child's here <laughs> um and any parent you know if he was offered a coffee <laughs> three months in you'd be like yep okay bye yeah <laughs> you know like you'd jump at the chance um so yeah I just had one day off and it just completely refreshed myself a little bit um so yeah just remember to do that and also stick with your plan um I always said that if breastfeeding didn't work for me I would wouldn't do it like I wouldn't stress out about it um and even though I didn't breastfeed I was pumping and it was just draining me mentally and it was until one of the nurses said to me like was you planning to breastfeed and I was like well sort of unless it was going to be too much for me and then I was just going to bottle feed and formula like wasn't worried and she was like, so why are you stressing about it then? Why are you getting upset? And I was like, oh, yeah, why am I? Like, it's just because <laughs> everyone's talking about it and it seems like you have to do it and you absolutely don't have to do anything that you weren't planning to do. Oh, that is great advice. And, yeah, and I think also just connect with people. It might seem a bit awkward at the start in the milk room when you just sort of bump into someone, but just asking how someone's baby is or something and you can make such a connection. And, like, I've got five four other Niku mamas who are also twin mamas and like it's just we all share that journey now like the whole way through Um, yeah and also how cool are those um group photos that you do with all of them like there's like so many babies but really there's like only like four mums to like yeah tons of babies yeah Yeah, and it's just nice like when we was in Niku it was just kind of I'd say, oh, how's this going? And they would 
tell me like they've done something different that worked and mm. you know like you just you don't know until you know someone else yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sometimes yeah. what a way to start a friendship like both of you there in a milk room holding your own own, own <laughs> breast milk chatting each other up. <laughs> yeah like, hi how are you washing our, our pumps and <laughs> yeah oh that is brilliant yeah. um and when you were in Niku was it COVID times uh yes um yeah I think it was August that COVID happened so yeah we was on like a last kind of stretch right um and it was I, I panicked straight away as soon as I saw the announcement and I rang Niku and I think every other parent rang Niku. Um, but they were like, it's just one parent per baby. Um, so for us, that worked fantastically because oh. we had two babies. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Perfect. I really felt for people because there were people who had obviously given birth and then their baby's gone to Niku. And so the parents hadn't actually seen their baby together oh. for the whole time that we was in that lockdown um that is brutal yeah so we were kind of lucky but I did feel for everyone else and just masks as well like it felt awful sitting there holding your baby with a mask on and just thinking what what must they be thinking of this you know yeah Mm. yeah COVID has brought up some weird strange things hasn't it for our children yeah 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 so what would you say were your highs and your lows of your NICU journey um, I'd say my highs would probably be um, when they came off breathing support. Um, that was just, yeah, one of the best things. Um, when they came off monitors, um, because that kind of meant we could walk around Niku a little bit and show them outside mm. the window <laughs> and things like that. Um, and, yeah, just I learned so much in there. Like, I, yeah, it sounds silly, but I learned a ridiculous amount that I probably would have got home and been like, how on earth do you do that as a, you know, as a new mum? Like, just yeah. bathing a child. I was like, do they just float in the swaddle bath? I know, God, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, a lot of learning, which was um, really good. Um and when they were first went into their twin cots, so they'd been separated for, I think it was like 52 days or something, and then they were finally oh. next to each other, asleep mm. in the cot. That's <laughs> special, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Yeah, and they didn't even look at each other, but I was just, my heart oh, <laughs> bounced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then the lows were probably, there was a few times they were separated um, because Noah was so ahead of Marley with her breathing support. They needed like the room for another baby that needed breathing support or something. So they would move Noah to like room six. Um, so the girls were separated so it was kind of hard to visit both of them and just and it just felt horrible that they were separated like it was bad enough they were in different incubators or cots mm. let alone completely different rooms and yeah. so that was some of the time feeding just because it never really happened and it just was draining and hard <laughs> um and Noah had a blood transfusion quite early on, which was, yeah, like major panic. Um, apparently a really normal thing, but mm-hmm. major panic for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. us as parents. Understandably, <laughs> yeah. So um, how long do you go by corrected age versus actual age? Um, so I think it's for two years. Um, mm-hmm. I th- okay. Yeah, so at two years they should kind of be caught up. Right. Yeah. But they have said, like, let preschools know and school and stuff know mm-hmm. that they were premature because they are always, you know, they have were exposed to so much yeah. more out in the outside world. 
so yeah a lot of brain development that hasn't happened in the environment it should have so yeah 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 so all of their milestones and things are all being what's the word i'm looking for right now adapted um, <laughs> yeah to their corrected age right not how long yeah. they've been out in the world yeah that's it yeah so it should so yeah so everything goes by their five month age mm-hmm. um like and then their weights they should join at one year they should kind mm-hmm. of go on their percentile line and join right. yeah. um medication and vaccinations are all on their normal age their eight month age oh, right. <laughs> so it's really hard to keep up like so yeah they've had their five month vax and everything mm-hmm. so yeah some things do and some things don't which yeah. is yeah oh that must be very confusing for yeah. you <laughs> yeah yeah i was like can i give them pamel how much do i give <laughs> yeah true yeah these things you just yeah. don't think of do you I didn't even know about actual age until i had the twins yeah. so you know yeah <laughs> what is what's life like at home now with noah and marley what are they up to and how have you adapted to having two babies at home <laughs> um yeah it's definitely busy yeah it's awesome like just having them home like a lot of the nurses said oh you'll just forget this when you get home and I was like, yeah, right, like, this is, you know, like, this is I life. I am never forgetting <laughs> <And> then, this. <laughs> yeah, literally, I was like, no, this is always going to be in the back of my mind. And it's it's not like, it's just as soon as they were home, it was like they'd never been there. They just always oh. just lived at our house. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they're just growing and they've got their kind of personalities coming out now. Obviously, bottle feeding now. So that's... Yeah. Um, that's a new thing um they started rolling um yeah just all those little little things that they're doing screaming (laughs) trying to talk (laughs) with starting solids do you then do that at is it corrected age or actual age oh so that one you do in between the actual oh my god (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh um so there's like a very small window of an opportunity, I think it is, which is like they gave me a chart to work out the date, um, the dates of when I should do it. So, yeah. <laughs> Why does it have to be um, so specific? I don't know. It was our window was like the 1st of December till the 22nd of Jan or something. Oh, my God. Like actual dates. <laughs> That's, <laughs> yeah. That's what it came out as. And I was like, wow. oh, my God. And they were not interested at all. And I was like, oh, my God, what if we miss this window of opportunity? Wow. But, well, they're just never um, going to eat food either. They'll just never eat it. Bottle <laughs> feeding forever. It took us long enough to get here. We'll do it forever. <laughs> yeah. That's Yeah, they've just started, though, and they've just um, – they really like anything with apple or berries in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good yeah I don't know how they're going to like the broccoli pea and apple but we'll give them a try <laughs> um, yeah so yeah they're just kind of cracking along and and they are so cute oh, so so cute thank so you cute. <laughs> so Jazz we like to ask at the end of every episode um, a question to our lovely guest and we're asking you what do you think is the one baby item that you couldn't live without? For twins, even just the twin Z pillow. Mm. It's just, I don't know what they have for singletons, what it's called, but um, it they literally eat, sleep, <laughs> like chill. They just love it in there. It's got a permanent fixture on our couch. <laughs> We've moved everything. So yeah, they <laughs> literally love it. Um, best thing for twins. And then for anyone who does formula feeding, the Dr. Brown's, feeding picture is the best thing since sliced bread like I don't know how anyone lives without it 
What is that? <laughs> yeah, I formula fed. I didn't know about this. <laughs> oh, so it's like it's just a picture, um, and you can make like heaps of formula in it, like ready to go. So I put like a thousand mils of water in, and then twenty scoops, and that's just done for the day. Oh wow! Um, and then you just measure it out and heat it as it yeah. as you go. In yeah. the bottle, oh, yeah. Genius. So it just saves so much time. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll have to we'll have to link these things in the show notes, Definitely. guys. Because yeah. that is genius. Oh, well, thank you so much for talking to us, Jazz. No it's worries. So lovely to hear your story and hear about your gorgeous girls. Thanks for having me. We'll chat to you in uh, like 12, 13 years when you have two teenage girls. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. We hope that you enjoyed hearing from Jazz um, and all about her Niku journey with Noah and Marley. Um, if you want to check out her Instagram page, we'll pop that on our page so you can find and follow along with the girls as well. We absolutely love seeing all of the updates. Yes. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And we would really appreciate it if you could subscribe and give us a rating. You can also find us on Instagram at parentpod.nz. And don't forget to keep your eyes out. We will be putting details up um, about the sleep store giveaway so yes keep your eyes peeled for that yes. next so week we have you my birth story <laughs> me i'm so yeah. excited to hear it <laughs> yes keep an eye out for that one as well thanks so much for listening and we will see you guys next yeah. week speak to you next see week. you later have a great week bye, bye. <laughs>